Hey, Children's Ministry community. Welcome to the Kid Challenge podcast. We want to inspire and challenge you to become a children's ministry leader, taking your ministry to the next level. In Jesus' name. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kid Challenge podcast. Today is a special episode. We've got one of our great children's evangelists of the UPCI, Brother Justin Jeter, and uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. And he normally doesn't like to do this, but I made him do it. And uh, not really. Uh, he's he's generous enough to introduce himself. And uh, go ahead, bro. Appreciate you being on the call today. Hey, man. It's uh, great to be with you and appreciate the invite. Um, to all the listeners, my name is Justin Jeter. And I am from Bentonville, Arkansas. And originally from Florida, born and raised. And nine years ago, my wife and I moved to Bentonville, Arkansas to be the children's pastor at Calvary Church. And then about five years ago, uh, transitioned to a full-time family pastor role at my local church at Calvary Church there. So uh, seeing awesome, amazing things happening there in our church and our family ministry and our children's ministry. So just gracious, the Lord gives me the opportunity to be able to serve his kingdom in this capacity. And man, you got two little ones, I hear. I do, yeah. I have uh, Benton Oaks as my son. He's going to be seven in March. And Waverly Jude, she'll be be two years old right after him in early April. And yeah, doing uh, growing the kingdom, growing our children's ministry. There you go. Yes, sir. I wanted to just pick your brain out. I'm I'm asking everybody, what is your driving passion in children's ministry? I know uh, you have one. I mean, I hear a lot of great things about you, what you do for for children's ministry. But yeah, tell us personally here what your driving passion is in children's ministry. Yeah, I I desire to see children discipled. Um, I know. Uh, I personally have grown up in church, I've been born and raised in church, and I'm very, very thankful and grateful uh, that the Lord has allowed me to be able to be, uh, to grow up in, in an apostolic church, and this is all that I know, um, but I, I truly desire to see children discipled, and as, as the heartbeat of a, of a children's pastor or a family pastor, um, you know, we don't take the role lightly, or we don't take it for the fact of um, just seeing kids come through the doors and receive the Holy Ghost and then push them off into student ministry. Um, We do want to see kids get the Holy Ghost. We do want to see them be baptized. That is a part of the goal, but that is not the main goal. The main goal is to have children fall in love with Jesus, to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and for them to step into their their calling and their purpose and for them to, to know that they are known by God and they're led by the spirit through their life and to have the word of God uh, planted into their hearts and into their minds. Um, Because, because, um, you know, I feel like sometimes a miss is that we get so focused on just kids receiving the Holy ghost that they're not truly discipled. 
and and yeah. that's where that's where my heart is and i know that i am considered a children's evangelist and i i get the opportunity when when invitation and time and schedule allows to be able to travel out and, and speak at kids revivals or family weekends or different events and uh and i i appreciate those um and thankful for them but even when i'm in those roles and positions and influences i am still the heartbeat of it is discipleship and you know meeting kids meeting the needs of children exactly where they are um so you know that's that's the big picture view of it and um you know, it, it, it comes down to discipleship and, and leading kids in the path that they should go, pointing them to Christ. Amen. I'm right there with you, bro. That's, you know, we you share a role, you know, you're preaching out and then you're having to come home and and make sure that, you know, what, what you're doing at home is, is effective. I tell everybody, if I'm going to be a children's evangelist in Kentucky, I'm going to be a children's evangelist in my own city. But also, too, is also not only evangelize, but to make sure those kids love God and walk with God. It's a it's a big task that we have, but God's helping us. And I appreciate your passion. And we share that passion. I appreciate that, brother, that you have that passion for your local church, for your local students um, to walk with God and to be able to plan things and strategize. I told all the children's ministers here at home, I said, you're, you're not just a um, children's worker. So you're, you're, you're a strategist. You're trying to get these kids to Jesus. You're trying to get them to walk with Jesus. But uh, you've been doing a lot of stuff. You've been branching out. And uh, I'm interested in, in what you're doing now, what you're offering. Of course, you're not out there publicizing it. But um, when I spoke with you, you said, you're going into children's ministry consulting. Tell us a little bit about that, brother. Um, yeah, so uh, the Lord has just, over the last two years or so, have just been uh, opened up the opportunities to be able to uh, work with churches and individual churches and stepping in as more of a, as a coach or a consultant. Um, I see it as being able to still be at my local church, but come alongside another church and their leadership and be able to walk with them through the process of uh, whether that's revitalizing their children's ministry or that is, you know, providing them direction, um, giving, giving feedback. Some of it has been um, opportunities have been to come in and, and just um, oversee and shadow maybe their process and what they do on a Sunday or a Wednesday and, and provide direction and feedback. Um, some, uh, some of it is, is going through and building it back up from the ground up. So there's been, um, uh, some of it is monthly calls with the children's pastor. Maybe it's a new person that's been appointed to the role or position. And so, uh, leadership has reached out and, and asked me to walk alongside with them and, and help them and lead them and, um, be, you know, they're leading people, but then they need somebody to kind of help them and give them some direction and new fresh ideas. So, uh, the Lord's just opened up these doors and opportunities and we've seen, um, we've seen great revival happen in our local church in Bentonville, Arkansas. Um, and I don't know it all. I definitely don't have it all together. We have our own you know, we have our struggles and our friction points that we constantly are working through and dealing with at our own local church that every local church has. But 
um, the Lord has, has led us through some different challenges and times that have helped us to grow and stretch us and um, be able to give us some wisdom and understanding of different things of creating this culture of discipleship. And um, even at a district level, I've had the opportunity to travel through North America and into Canada and do some of this training and this coaching, just kind of expanding people's, um, helping people grow their vision of what children's ministry can be in their local church and thinking outside of just, you know, I'm just a teacher. I just teach a lesson to my third grade class on Sundays or Wednesdays. And, and that's kind of all I do as a children's minister or, a, you know, maybe a volunteer, but kind of just stretching and growing our vision of what children's ministry can do and how it can impact our church, how it can grow the church, how it impacts our community. Um, so there's, there's lots of things that we could keep touching and talking on that, but that's, that's, the general idea is, uh, you know, just being able to to work and coach and consult with some different churches uh, in our organization and helping them get on the right track and the right path that's going to help their local church continue to grow and see the revival that God has for them in their community, impacting the lives of children and families. Amen. Sounds like an awesome thing that you're a part of, that you're bringing into the churches. Um so you talked about discipleship. That's probably a big, a big strategy that you try to try to push, huh? In your consulting, uh, uh, I do, I do. I think, yeah. Again, I think uh, it just my just my own personal opinion of of what I've seen is, <clears throat> you know, people people get so, um, and again, this is just. I think we went from. You know, uh, when I was growing up, you know, kids ministry or, or really it was called Sunday school at the time. And, you know, you would you would sit in the class with, you know, Sister Sally for, you know, the hour and a half. And you would just be with her the whole time in that classroom. And you were just taught doctrine and taught the word. And and so a lot of word in our hearts. But then it kind of went to like, yeah, you know, kids need a good experience and a large group experience and they need their own church service. And so then we started going towards kids church and uh, children's church. And we went so far on that side where now there is no, now there's no teaching or we're less or more just focused on let's get kids the Holy Ghost because that's a metric that we can, that we can rejoice about and we can post about or even traveling around and, um, you know, just always talking about, well, how many kids got the Holy Ghost and this and that, you know, right. again, that's, that's an awesome part of it. That's, that's what we want to see. But, uh, you know, that a child receiving the Holy Ghost or making the decision to be baptized is the, is the fruit or the harvest of seeds that have been planted through discipleship. Right. And so the focus is for, for kids ministry is that it's a marathon. You're not a, it's not a sprint to the finish line of a kid getting the Holy Ghost. It's a marathon. And it starts from a child of a young age of three, four, five years old and you're progressively walking through and connecting and building relationships between them and small group leaders or other children's ministers in your church and people who serve in children's ministry and they're building connection and relationship and and they're they're helping them walk through different times and and situations or circumstances of their life and they're those people are being examples of how to worship how to pray um, you know I'm thankful for the families that you know 
a child that has two parents in the home that they have a good influence or good example most of the time for those for those children but um, discipleship discipleship is still important for them from the perspective of the church and children's ministry equipping and helping the families to disciple in the home um, but it's even more mm -hmm. important our jobs when we have children who don't have families in the church and they're coming with a grandparent or a single mom or a single dad's bringing their kids it's even more important that we step into that role of discipleship and be good examples and point Jesus, point these kids to Jesus and, and leading them and helping them into truth and to know they have a purpose and to know they're loved. And from that, we, we harvest the, uh, the fruit of them receiving the Holy Ghost, them making the decision to be baptized, them wanting to be involved in some capacity um, giving them opportunities to serve in their local church and and um, uh, being able to stretch and grow in their calling and purpose and recognizing their gifts like it, it you know that doesn't that doesn't happen overnight that happens over the course of five six seven eight years that you have that child from third grade or from three years old through you know through sixth grade right. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, sir. We're we're trying our best to do that. And it starts off with uh, having having goals in ministry. And I'll tell you for the four goals that we have is, of course, what you said, salvation. And then number two, we 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 instill, like you, you said about Sister Sally, instill doctrine, try to find ways to preach doctrine Kids could memorize doctrinal verses. Yeah. And then the yeah. third one was ministry, getting them involved. But the last one is is devotion. We're, we're pushing devotion in our stations. We're pushing devotion in, in our teaching, our preaching, and our own lifestyle. We're trying to, you know, uh, just push devotion. But, yeah, that's our salvation, doctrine, ministry, and devotion. But like you said, it's all because you're wanting to make disciples. And uh, third John one and four says, I have no greater joy than to hear my children walk in truth. That's what you want to hear in children's ministry, that these kids are walking with God and are in the truth. And uh, like you said, further than baptism, further than receiving the Holy Ghost, they got to be yeah. Christ like and make followers themselves. So that's yeah, amazing, definitely. bro. I appreciate it. Now, how can people get a hold of you? How can people uh connect with you and uh if you're on any of the social media platforms or website or anything um yeah so i'll i'll say i'm not very active on on social media i do have an instagram so you're welcome to if you want to connect or message or reach out or in, in any way you can you can find me on social media on instagram you can just search justin jeter um, and then, uh, email would be another way of doing that. That could be, uh, justin.jeter, J-E-T-E-R at calvarychurchnwa.com. Justin.jeter at calvarychurchnwa.com. Awesome. Thank you for your time, brother. And, and, I uh, appreciate what you do. Awesome, man. I, I appreciate all that you're doing and, and helping, reach and connect with other children's evangelists and children's workers and, and volunteers all over the world. So appreciate you and uh, keep doing the good work. Thank you for allowing me to be part of it. Yes, sir. Have a great evening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.